0: Good evening, friends, and welcome to a special edition of The Front Porch. This is our 100% good news, everyone, BlizzCon episode. Uh, As mentioned in our most recent Front Porch episode, number 114, um, I purchased the virtual ticket for BlizzCon's 2019 uh, convention in Anaheim, California, and I came down to Bloomington where Michael and I watched um, pretty much all of the videos available uh, that interested us in anyway, one or one or the other of us. Um, and so we're gonna talk about all that stuff. So if you are interested in that and then news, some some of it's we're just gonna recap the news, some of it will give our impressions and hot takes and whatnot. So if that's not interesting to you, you can just skip on it and uh you can go ahead and listen to our next episode which should be one fifteen, all about uh the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So enjoy that instead. All right, Mike. So this was a this a new thing to both of us. I think I've never been to BlizzCon. It's always been kind of in the back of my mind. Like, it might be kind of cool to go, but like you'd have to fly to Anaheim, California, which is a whole like level of effort. And so this year, I decided to try out the virtual ticket, which I'd also never done. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that overall? For I mean.
1: it's it was different than Gen Con. Like I, For sure. I, I
0: expected it to be
1: Gen Con. Like I have mm. always expected BlizzCon to be Gen Con. Convention, you know, broad thing, but it's so narrow. Yeah. Like it's um it's interesting. I think and we've always said this too with and I think everybody knows BlizzCon is a, is, is about getting together people with that like those specific narrow things. Those specific games. I think that... If if those people who are listeners who went to things like a Gen Con or whatever, uh, and if you you think of it as or let's say a Wizard Con or a Comic Con, Comic Con, like okay, it's just like that, but it would be just Marvel and you know, just Marvel, mm-hmm. like it would be a Comic Con with just Marvel, right? Yeah. Or a uh, um, Gen Con and it's Magic the Gathering and D and D, nothing else, right? Right. Which that that set it for us, especially. Um, it let us see... Now, I, I don't know about going there. Like, I guess the idea about going there is that there's other things to do. I mean, they like have the a arcade. lot of stuff
0: on the floor, like like the Diablo Immortal demo is available there that's not available. As they've increased the virtual ticket rewards, um, more of the things available to the attendees become available, you know, right. through betas to people who purchase the
1: right. the yeah. virtual
0: ticket. It's sort of... And I don't know a lot about the history of it. I know that now it's it's sort of a combination of they do a lot of big announcements, show a lot of cinematics that are just like a here's the history of the con and kind mm-hmm. of celebration of their of their whole thing, but then they also do the big tournaments for several big um competitive they have their Overwatch World Cup, um StarCraft 2 Global Championships, um the World of Warcraft uh, Arena World Championships and...
1: The Hero of the Storm. Oh, no, no, not Heroes. No, no Heroes. <laughs> and
0: also the, the WoW uh, Mythic Dungeon International. Right. So that's like the PvE and PvP. Both of those have like their big championships at BlizzCon. It's like their Super Bowl for right. all of those esports. Right. Um, and I think... I mean, some of their games have always been, you know, in the world of esports, like their RTSs, uh, you know, Starcraft and then Starcraft 2 and Warcraft 3 have kind of always been that way. I don't know if that has always been such a big part of BlizzCon Um, but it's sort of that. It's just a celebration of their catalog of games because so many of their games are what many people call lifestyle games. Like Mm -hmm. if you only play one game, one of their games is a game that you play where maybe a company like EA has a broad enough catalog that they could do something like this but they don't have the same kind of uh, you know, fan culture and maybe yeah. relationship with their fans or something like that.
1: Well, it's, it's different in the fact that, let's say, when I go to Gen Con, I never know what to expect. I mean, I've got events and events tickets that I'm going to do, yeah. but it's so much of a Gen Con is to see the new, new, what unexpected new things and walk the, the hall and say, I never saw the, that before. The board
0: game category is so broad. Yeah. That also surprised me too with the schedule. I mean, part of it is the offset because we're in Eastern time and the, mm-hmm. the con is on Pacific time. Um Nothing started here until twelve thirty twelve forty five and I thought, why are people sleeping so late and Then I realized with the time difference it 's like nine thirty nine forty five but still because it 's just blizzard announcements and blizzard competitive scene there 's mm-hmm. not like the gen con thing where there're d and d you know events and panels and and um seminars whatever stuff happening at all hours like it 's just that and it 's just these two days like um gen con is four days of of stuff and this was really like the bulk of it was Friday and there was some deep dive you know panels and stuff Saturday with all of the big championships events and then and then it was over like it's Sunday today and there's nothing it's all done as yeah. of last night.
1: Yeah and they again it's not a it's not a place where you um go and discover and explore new things you I mean besides the new things they're telling you that's it you're getting what you you get you know what you're going to get and there's the schedule so you know what you're going to do i'm kind of liking it to not going to gen con where gen con you go and you discover new things or whatever this feels more like going to a presidential inauguration like Mm. you kind of know you're going to go you want to be there to experience it you could watch it on tv sure you could get the same thing information that you get there but you just want to be there to be part of it
0: yeah it's a little closer to like and I've never been to any of these either or even watched them. Only just, you know, read blogs as they were happening. But, like, big Apple announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, except in this case, uh, very often when they have a game... Like, we'll talk about the games here in a, in a couple minutes. But when they have a new game, they might have a beta on the floor, on the show floor, for you to play. Yeah. If you're there, because it's installed on the computers. They're yeah. not going to deal with trying to, you know, distribute it to yeah. all the people who bought the ticket or whatever. So that it would be like if you went to an Apple thing and they said... Here's a new phone, and if you want to play around with it, we've got a bunch of them in right. the hall down there that you can. Uh,
1: now the flip side of that is that everything... so we here I should we should describe what we're doing here. So I think we had mentioned last year at the at my house I have four TVs installed on the wall, Right. They're much like a, a what a sports bar type thing, right? Yeah. Um, and my large um, gaming table sits in front of it, so Dennis and I sit and kind of face the the, the wall of TVs, mm-hmm. and we cast to different things in all the different events on the four different TVs. And we are super nerdy, so we have our laptops right on the table in front of us, <laughs> and have other things going. Like, often we would be playing games. Dennis was playing World of Warcraft, and I was playing
0: Overwatch, and we both played Diablo or something. Some Diablo did some Heroes. They have all the, um, if you hear this in time, Heroes of the Storm has all of their Heroes free to play from November yes. 1st to 10th. That's cool right. for new returning players.
1: It's very cool for me, for sure. Um so we were we were doing able to do all those kind of things, so we could see when we're talking about this today we we could we would have them all on with all of them muted, but one, so that we would listen to one primary thing, yeah, because for most, the most part.
0: mostly there was only one like informative event or panel happening. Um, and so we'd listen to that, and then on the other screens have right. maybe some of the StarCraft and Overwatch and and WoW competitive stuff happening,
1: with, with the exception of maybe one time where we had two of them going. When you were watching one and I was watching the other, and we could still deal with that because we were just yeah, in, that watching was our individual. Last things.
0: night you were watching the Overwatch uh, World right. Cup champions, and I was watching, um, I think one of the or the WoW Q and A. Right. Um, and so I was listening, but the audio on yours was really just. It's like sports commentary. Right. Like so you don't need to hear. It. It's
1: very much like um, just if you went to a sports bar and there's multiple state. You listen in on your one thing. You focus type on thing. the audio you want. Right.
0: Well, let's let's run through and talk about the games. I know this is not our normal format. This isn't really, really a video games podcast, um, but this is the episode we're doing. So, kicking off the. Uh, the um uh, events whatever friday um, they started with their big cinematic for Diablo 4 mm-hmm. um, this and is a the game of it. and the announcement um, this is a game that uh the more well-known podcasters like I listen to Scott Johnson uh the instance and core uh frog pants podcast and he's been predicting you know he's been saying diablo 4 for like
1: since diablo 3 like right. the last
0: five years and they're like well scott eventually you're gonna be right and they're like this year he finally was um this is a big deal they're they're going back to uh diablo 2 in a lot of ways they're making the you know they use the word dark over and over and i know for people like you and me that play the other blizzard games like mm-hmm. hearthstone world of warcraft overwatch, overwatch even to an extent StarCraft, like, StarCraft is like... I don't know a lot it's about a Warhammer, but it's like Warhammer, but a little goofy. Yeah, right. Um, Diablo is so dark, but yeah. I guess if you played... I didn't play a ton of Diablo 2, but I played some. Yeah. Like, the, it went a little bit lighter from 2 to 3. I guess. I never got
1: that, but... I I, 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 I never really did
0: that. either, but I, I've heard that that was a common complaint that people had about the, the theme and the tone of it, so... They have that. It's the same. It's the same format. It's the same isometric, sort of top-down camera. You know, it didn't switch to, to you know, first-person view. It didn't become a Dark Souls game or right. anything like that. It's still Diablo. Um, they're bringing back the sorceress and the druid mm-hmm. as the classes. They only announced three of the classes. They're going to have five. So that sort of gives you some kind of idea. They're at least a year away with the release of this and and probably more like two or more. Um, But from my perspective, after, if anybody is familiar with this, this sort of world and this narrative last year at BlizzCon, they announced Diablo immortal, which was a mobile game. We talked about that on the podcast Um, to very mixed. I know you and I were positive about it, but the majority of the Gen Con attendees are, are PC gamers. Mm -hmm. The, you know, Overwatch is cross-platform, and so is Diablo 3 to an extent, but all these games started on PC. Right. The Hearthstone, Hearthstone is both. It started on PC. I think of it as more of a mobile game, but, you know, mobile games have kind of a bad reputation in the last couple of years. It's gotten more and more free-to-play money funnel trash instead of actual games, and so when they got up on the stage and they're like, we have a big announcement and everyone's expecting Diablo 4, and they say, Diablo Mortal. They say Diablo mobile game, people are you know mad about it, and in a
1: it was more of a it, it felt like more of a disappointment type
0: uh, thing. It is really like the honest reaction was disappointment. There are a lot of people on forums and Reddit and whatever that are just whiny children, right. but the majority yeah was just kind of disappointment. And so I could see that n- not really reaction, but like that cause and effect from last year leading them to start right off the bat. With Diablo Four, like here it is. Mm-hmm. We we were working on it. We told you we were. It wasn't. Right. We weren't doing this instead of that. We didn't abandon Diablo Four to make a Diablo right. mobile game. Right? Like it's it's here. It's still ways off, but right. We made a big, really pretty, yeah, cinematic for it.
1: I think I think that um, the thing with I mean I don't, I don't really don't want to rehash the Immortal thing, but yeah. I think that the thing is that these. Blizzard is known for rich stories. I mean, I think... Or rich backgrounds. I mean, even a, their first-person shooter game has an enormous amount of story for something that doesn't need it. Yeah, right? like,
0: the, the real-time strategy games have stories that you play through. Overwatch doesn't have a story. Right. Like, it's Hearthstone a- doesn't have a story, and it's starting to get a story,
1: <laughs> right? Like, their character like, their characters are almost fully fleshed-out type things that always that have huge... And their backstories have backstories, and Warcraft is world of warcraft is just an insane thing yeah right so the thing is is that um they're known for that so people get into these worlds and they when they say they're part of blizzard and they get into blizzard stuff they're in those they're into that blizzard story so mm-hmm. when they expect um let's say a, a new blizzard game i think the hardest thing for blizzard would be putting a new game out i i, I can't remember yeah. what it was like when over i wasn't in the blizzard world it was like five years ago overwatch decided to. Launch. i wasn't paying
0: super close attention but, de- either. but
1: i can't imagine like these if there was there even a blizzcon at that time like yeah yeah so like going to blizzcon if people didn't lose their minds with like how dare they step outside of real-time strategy and do something yeah
0: because before that they had hearthstone which is like it's a card game it's it wasn't a mobile game at launch but it became a mobile game um it's both now but that was still in the warcraft ip Mm -hmm. um here's the storm was cross IP, but it was still all Blizzard IP. Well,
1: that's the thing about this Diablo Immortal that doesn't get me is that like Hearthstone was still in in the the world. I mean, the Warcraft IP. Blizzard, Diablo Immortal is still in the IP. Of, it's not the same thing. Yeah. It's just really weird that. So anyway, the the announcement of Diablo Four um, and the thing they keep using the word dark mm-hmm. and ad nauseum, and clearly they're <laughs> trying to prove a point here. Yeah. But I think what they should have said was horror because they did say it a couple times. They did say it's, it's going back to its horror roots horror, and, and horror a stuff. A cult,
0: kind of. Yes. We, we saw some gameplay demos. There's a lot of... I mean, there's always kind of a lot of blood, but right. I think more blood.
1: And it's not just blood. There was, like, the trees look creepy and dead. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's all creepy and dead type mm-hmm. stuff. And I could see, like, if you're looking at... We were playing Diablo 3 this morning or last night, and, um, sure, like, the desert areas don't look horror type thing, no. you know? and yeah. so And so doesn't, like, heaven or things like that right. you know they, they don't have this horror thing but everything in diablo you know four is
0: everything is we've seen looks which is not a ton and, but yeah
1: yeah and, and i think that's what they're trying to tell us is that like everything here is going to be horror and you and i just last week on the podcast had talked about the different <laughs> genres of these scary it's not it's not different types it's of scary. scary it's yeah. not thriller it's not this is horror horror this is like in their their um cinema has this like oh my god horror element like he's flipped mm-hmm. upside down and blood draining out of their bodies to right. make it like that's horror terrifying yeah. horror, right um so that's what they're doing with this dark type thing is mm-hmm. that they want to make it and that's cool um and and i get that too the uh i just didn't think it was uh, that big of a difference but you know i'm cool with them sticking with their, their genre um we did watch so the uh BlizzCon again for people who hadn't know what it is they they do the first day seemed to be these announcements
0: it was all big announcements so they did
1: the opening sermon where they did big announcements and Dennis is going to walk us through some more of these and big announcements and then right after that they have like a Diablo Four panel which is like an hour and then it tells more about uh, Diablo Four did, was that called the deep dives
0: they did or they did the deep, deep dives so later they, they did a big they did the opening announcement opening comments then this series of most of them were were I don't know if you'd call them trailers, but like short videos that were just the big, like highlights, the big overview. Like here's here's the big picture, here's the trailer, here's the cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the bigger games, they I think in all three cases they did a um, a what's next, and then a deep dive. And yeah. the deep dives most of which, most of them those were on Saturday because all of those big announcements they did on the same main stage and so they yeah. couldn't fit them all in on friday right
1: so so what we would watch is you would watch this this cinematic and quick overview of the cool game like diablo 4's got three three classes it's going back to its roots mm-hmm. um welcome back to sanctuary okay now on to this one
0: now on the next all right and game. it was
1: they still spent a good 15 minutes each on that but then oh, after God. that was over we got to watch a Diablo Four panel where they they did tell more. They broadened it. It was more mm-hmm. on it. There was no Q and A. There was no nothing like that. They didn't talk mechanics. They, some they, panels
0: did have Q and A, but I don't, right. we didn't see all of. But those. they were
1: basically just the they were basically the the lead designers or developers, the creators for those yeah. teams, coming in and talking about their games, which was cool, right? And it really was. And the, with these prepared statements, and they did some stuff, and then finally the next day you had the third version of that let's say Diablo where it was the deep dive it got
0: the most granular yeah
1: they really went into like we're having talents this is what it looks like for the the sorceress's Mm. talents and then they would show like when you pick this one this is what happens to your ice blades like they were really into now showing you what a legendary item is yeah
0: for the the stuff that they have so far
1: right so so that's the that's when when Dennis and I are talking about these things like we we had these different experiences with if you go to and If you even go on their site, I think you can see the 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 second one. Like everyone can see the the open, the, the video the for trailers
0: there. go online. Yeah, and, and you
1: can see the first overview. But and the, you don't
0: get the deep dives. They, yeah, they'll do like a like a highlight reel of those different talks. And of course, if you're if you're interested in just one of these games, there are, you know, we're not going to get really in deep in depth on, yeah, we're on not this talk about podcast, deep dives, but yeah. but there are YouTubers and and streamers who will watch that stuff, and go through and give their impressions and, and blow by blow. And, of course, it's early days, so right, right. there's all that. But let's... Um,
1: so Di- so that was that was Diablo 4, for sure. I don't know if
0: you had anything else you wanted no, to say. I, there's some it's, interesting it's things. Cool. They're bringing back rune words.
1: Actually, the biggest thing about Diablo 4 is the open world. Yeah. The, that's the
0: big thing. They talked about that a little bit in... What, I saw all the panels, so I don't remember which one it was. But somebody asked them, like, what does it mean to have a persistent open world? Yeah. So that's that's their... Sort of change from three to four in this in the sense where you you wander around the world. I think they'll they'll still have waystones way way gates yeah kind of like um, to, to there's a shortcuts there's a word for that in gates in in Diablo Diablo that I don't remember now but um, they're adding in mounts it wasn't in the beta yet but presumably that means there's going to be a lot of traveling in this open world and then they have this idea of dungeons which are sound kind of similar to wow dungeons where it's an instanced um area you go into it from the open world so the open world map doesn't change that's one of the you know defining characteristics of diablo is that the map is randomly generated mm-hmm. the dungeon maps will still be randomly generated yeah, be so if you say, generated dungeons, i'm gonna run right? you know i'm gonna run this cave so i go to the entrance of that cave it's always in the same place but every time you go into that cave the layout is going to be different.
1: Yeah, right. And, and it's, uh, they, they mentioned that a big thing for this change, having a persistent overland world, is that you go through the campaign, let's say you go through the swamp or something, and there's a story, and you go through that thing, and you're there by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess you could potentially go with somebody who like in is in party. your party, yeah. um, and you're experiencing that thing. And once you beat it, then you're part of the world, like the server, where everyone can be on it. You could play like open it up to everyone else being walking yeah. around on it as well.
0: They and they said in terms of like how often you see people, they want to maintain again. We said the the bleak, dark horror kind of thematic elements you of don't Diablo. Want 50 people in your zone. If you're running around in the open, open world, um, they're they're aiming for like once in a while you'll see one other person. Right. If you go into a town, there'll probably what? be a decent amount of people crowded in there. They're adding something called world bosses or world events. That's a big one too. Which are kind of like open world raids or something similar like in the MMO Rift. Yeah. Or in in um, in Final Fantasy XIV, they call them Fates. Mm-hmm. In WoW, they call them... Uh, world quests right but any of the, the kind of open world event that people will congregate to right. um, and they had to, one to they had one world together. boss
1: on show there that it was like this really big guy and the, you just to,
0: one-shotting people yeah, <laughs> yeah he's
1: like a big raid boss which which yeah. is which is very cool so that that you're part of a, a world of diablo to say other things sure. so so that's a that's a big change and of notable stuff and uh, it's important that Dennis and I, would, when we were looking at this, is like, okay, all of this can massively change within two years. Sure. Like, this is neat to see what they're going and where their heads are and how they're doing it. But they could totally scrap the open world thing so, at some point.
0: Some of the you know? details will change. I think some of the major, major components, like, I don't think they're going to drop the druid or no, anything right, like yeah, that. Right. But it's right. still like, there's still two more classes. Like, who who knows what we're going right. to see? I'm right. like, I want to So, see so it. that's cool. We yeah. didn't get. Um, Whatever they announced about Diablo Immortal was not on the on the streams. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have a playable demo there at the con, and that's it. Still no launch date. Still, you know, presumably part of that negative reaction meant they went back either their internal team or the NetEase team, which NetE- NetEase is the um,
1: company developing company
0: developing it, um, to say like, okay, well, the reaction was so negative. This has to be really, really good when it launches, and so that just right. you know because it's Blizzard means it's going to take. And they had a, they did have a new trailer. On,
1: you can see online. We did, they didn't. Show oh nothing. yeah, they I didn't haven't see, seen that yet. You can but... see a new trailer. So so yeah, if you interested in Diablo Immortal, which I am as well, mm-hmm. you know, and, and seeing it, and actually it's a good thing to tide you over to like say Diablo Four proper, right? Especially no Diablo Four proper won't be out before that one. That'll be a good bite. So the
0: nice. the next one. Um... I have these kind of out of order in my notes here, but here's one we'll talk about because it's quick and I know we can get through it. Um, Hearthstone, Hmm. Blizzard's card game, um, is adding a new mode that's literally auto-chess.
1: Yes. Well, first of they're adding an expansion, which you and I don't know anything about. There's another PvE
0: expansion um, and and new set of cards, all dragon-based stuff that's really cool. But
1: that's nothing that Dennis and I know anything about. We don't really (laughs) play Hearthstone. We can't really talk about that one. So
0: we don't know yet that... Really, so if, if, that if you do,
1: it's got a new expansion, new stuff for you. Yeah,
0: um, uh, but the big auto chest thing is is a thing. They're calling it Hearthstone Battlegrounds, uh-huh. and we saw the sort of play demo. Um, the beta for it is going up uh, this Tuesday, November fifth. If you buy enough packs for the new expansion set of cards, you can get access to it. Or people who bought virtual ticket will have access to it. So, I'll probably try to find some time this next week mm-hmm. uh to play it and maybe we'll we'll talk about it some more but the demo we saw looked it looked very auto chess yeah and like, the, pretty like, fun i mean you get the same guys and upgrade them you you know right. you can re-roll you do the things you get the coins
1: it's basically one round in hearthstone right like like but you don't pick the cards i mean they just you your cards are your
0: cards you and an, they're all played you have a random option of yeah. stuff you don't buy. have a card of
1: 30 a deck of 30 you have a deck of four cards and they are all played and then it's just like yeah. okay, both attack, which which is actually really fun and simple and quick, and um, I have always kind of wanted to play Hearthstone, but you know it's got the whole trading card game thing,
0: the, the deck building, deck building homework. and
1: and um loot box thing. So, right. Uh it's
0: well, card packs. Car, yes. Card packs, right. That's the original loot box. Right,
1: right. So, I you know just really haven't it's been one of those, you know, you you've limited bandwidth and yeah. and that's the the thing. But if I was to pick one, I'd I'd play this. I would play this one. And uh but this will get me to I think want to play it. Mm. I mean, I, I'll, I especially the out of things, and because they, I think, I, at the end there they said they are using cards from the the game proper, I but they're also the putting names. new ones in. Oh, I see. Yeah, there were ones they said just for that. So I, I'll get to know some of the cards maybe, and that'll help me maybe get an idea of mechanics or mm-hmm. like I know there's mechanics. They said um, like taunt. Taunt is. It's just the same way it works in Hearthstone. They, okay, they, yeah. they attack. So, the, the, I, the idea is that I would be able to play this auto-chess thing with a limited type card selections. Learn what taunt or phase or whatever it might be. Right. Just by playing an auto-chess type thing. And now I'll be, able be like, well, oh, maybe I'll make my own deck and actually play.
0: My only uh, my only sort of disappointment with that is that I was really hoping the Heroes team would do... Because the auto-chess is based on uh, Valve's Dota 2. It actually might not be Val- no it was a custom map because valve made their own uh underlords that we talked about a couple of months ago mm-hmm. um and so that kind of bumps me out but i'm gonna play it too i've actually over the last couple of days been thinking maybe i should give hearthstone another try because it's not as uh i'm noticing my my reflexes get slow as i tried i mean they were always kind of slow but right. i'm like this is a game with a little more strategy and a little less uh reflex Right. Maybe I need to give that another try. I, I, but, I think uh, that uh, we'll
1: Hearthstone has. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say with this. Is that uh, it's just it's just slower. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just play that in, at kind of your pace, and 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 I and I dig that. I, yeah, I'll probably go back. It's the the thing about you said. Oh, you wish like maybe that Hots had done this mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, on the panel, they talked about Hearthstone. It's like the two dudes that were announcing it. Where they noticed that everyone was playing auto chess things, and yeah. so they on their own decided to make these like little things. Because
0: they do Hearthstone does a thing that um, actually several of their games do now. I don't. I think Overwatch does too, but Heroes does. Um, I think it started in Hearthstone called Tavern Brawl, where they would just design some random crazy. they like you have a deck pre-generated and it's all Murlocs or something like right. that. Um, And in Heroes, they've done stuff where, like, everybody, all ten players, five on each team, everybody's Tracer. Or you're all stitches and you're on opposite sides of a swimming pool just trying to hook each other. Like, just crazy, goofy stuff. And so the, the guy in the panel said when they noticed that people on the Hearthstone team during their lunch break were playing not as much Hearthstone and more playing the various auto chess games, he said, well, I could probably do this as a brawl. Mm-hmm. And it got to a certain point where they were like, yeah, let's just make it another mode. Like, they right. had to get enough systems to get the eight players and, right. and all that kind well, of the, stuff.
1: Well, the thing is that, like, Blizzard seems to work on in team. They have teams, they call Definitely. them. Like, they have the yeah. Overwatch team and they have the Warcraft te- World well Warcraft team and mm-hmm. Warcraft 3 team. Um, and they're given, uh, from Blizzard as a whole, the top level. Mm-hmm. I think they do things like, we want to make a new game. And this is the game we want to make in the world. They probably like, what universe do we want to do? Do we want to do a new universe? They have those big picture things. And then they set a team, yeah. right? Um, whereas if you're part of the Overwatch team, those Overwatch team teams make up their own game. Right. They make up their own modes. They make up whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, HOTS didn't do the thing, maybe they're not interested. Like, their team people aren't interested in auto chess as much. But, maybe. But this one was... So it's what I guess what I'm trying to say is that Blizzard as a whole doesn't go forward and say we need to make a, we need to make a auto chess game, right? You know they might, but what happened here in this case was just that this one team it's, wanted it's to make sort this of one a game.
0: yeah, and I think they said that in one of the Q and As we saw the one with the developers where a lot mm-hmm. of people were like, how do I get a job and thing, where well, they're like, well, yes, it's all Blizzard, but the teams are very much like. Doing their own things. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, if your dream is to get a job working on WoW, um, and you apply for a job in Overwatch, but in your cover letter you don't say you're like, I really love WoW and Hearthstone. They're yeah. like, but you don't love Overwatch and you want to come work for Overwatch. For Overwatch like, they're right. all Blizzard games, but they're not as um, they're doing their own interconnected. things, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have their their separate teams, and those teams are broken up into sub teams because you know right. that. The um, people working on the next WoW expansion are not necessarily the same people working on the rest of the content for the current WoW expansion. Exactly, and and that's why you get things
1: like Overwatch, who we're going to talk, about, I'm sure, in a second, mm-hmm. doing doing a whole separate expansion, where or an expansion, but two, and they decided themselves to make a PVE game. Right. Whereas, like Blizzard as a whole didn't say we need to make a PvE, a new PVE mm-hmm. game with this. It's just that team made those decisions to do the things they wanted to do yeah and I'm sure it sounds funny I wonder if the Diablo team didn't decide to make a mobile version or not make a mobile version whose decision that was if it was sure. a blizzard as a to- top-down or
0: you know that's weird anyway yeah. that's because the it, of it. because it's being sort of contracted out to NetEase, I expect it's not at, I mean obviously the Diablo team would still be involved especially the the um, leadership right but
1: Well, they said it was between Diablo 2 and 3 is when this is going to take place. The story, the narrative, yeah. So so, so maybe it was like Blizzard wanted a mobile game. I think Blizzard probably wanted a mobile game, and the Diablo team was working on Diablo 4. Yeah. And it's like, we can't have you do two things at Like, the
0: market, there's so much money, you know, they say that, that um, um, Fortnite makes most of its money in mobile. Which is crazy to me. I don't know how kids play first-person shooter on their phones, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. part of that I think is in emerging markets like China where yeah. pe- it's much less common for people to have a personal PC right. as to have a, as to have a mobile device where they can they can game on. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, of course, just as a, as a company that loves games and they have Hearthstone that does presumably fairly well on mobile mm-hmm. um, to try and try and tap into that market, which is, you know, right. So completely the, th- that's
1: probably what it was. Like it, they just sat back and said, mobile game, uh, genre, Diablo, we yeah. we have the choice now make a team for it or contract a team
0: yeah because if they can do um, um, there's a there's another version of League of Legends that's played on mobile um, there's at least one other like that that sort of action RPG kind of style can be done in that platform and so they're like why right. why are we not doing this if that right. makes sense okay um, so what's our
1: next one we got that
0: they don't. so let's talk briefly about the new World of Warcraft expansion okay called um um, shadowlands um and there's a good cool trailer for this if you cinematic
1: i uh, always do
0: good cinematic um i'm gonna spoil that a little bit i don't have my bell but maybe go watch that if you want to and then and then come back so at the culmination of the current expansion or not culmination but the most recent cinematic in battle for azeroth um uh, Sylvanus, the former war chief, fought a duel with uh, Varok Sarfang, the High Grand Marshal of the Horde Army. I don't know, I'm an alliance player. He's so a I'm big not, guy. A big orc guy. Big orc. They Come fight, there. and she has power that she not previously had you know, and that nobody in the world, in the universe, has seen. So right. um, she so people with one-shots <laughs> him with some, some purple magic. You should go watch that cinematic, too. It's very cool. Right. Um, and then she disappears. In this cinematic, she goes to Ice Crown Citadel, and finds the new Lich King, um, Bolvar Four Dragon. Yeah. Um, she fights with him. And she takes the crown, which is the Helm of Domination.
1: It's the one thing that makes you the Lich it's King. It's
0: the Lich King's crown. Right. Um, when and you, you
1: wear it, you are the Lich King.
0: Yeah. King. You think she's going to put it on, because that's one of the things people are predicting, like Lich right. Queen. Right. Um, she doesn't do that. She rips it in half. Right. And it kind of like, whoa, crazy. Right. I just so they, so they it's kind like there always cinema. must be a Lich King. There always right. must be. And. Right. Uh, in doing that, she has enough power to tear open the veil between life and death in azeroth
1: because and just I am <laughs> not a lore worker of Lord like Dennis is, but but I do know that um, the idea of the Lich king is that that he like keeps the He's the jailer of the dead, kind of type of thing. He sort of he, he, he has, kind of like
0: he, he keeps the scourge of the undead in check. in check.
1: All right, right. He keeps them back from attacking the world. You know, like mm-hmm. type of thing. So in fact, now there's nothing left. It's kind of like the the bridge between death and life has been shattered. And it again, the cinematic is one of the coolest things that you can see is how it happens. <laughs> the sky literally cracks sky and breaks cracks and, open, yeah. and becomes into another world, which is really really neat. And I, that'll be I'm for sure to see, for you to see in the game. Yeah. See that happen. Yeah. You know, in the thing.
0: Um, so, they're going to do some more kind of scourge invasion things like they did before uh, Wrath of the Lich King back in 2009, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of going to a new previously unknown island, continent in Azeroth or another planet, um, players will be going into Azeroth's own version of the underworld. Um, the underworld I mean, is, why not? You've already well, gone to another planet. You might as well go why to another not? plane, right? <laughs> um, very. Very quickly, the underworld is split into four sort of um, normal realms. Uh, they have specific names. I'm not going to remember, but I think of them as a sort of angel, good person afterlife. It, it's reminiscent of heaven in the Diablo games. It's very much like
1: the the realms of Norse kind of thing. They have nine realms, in this a little like a
0: little bit. It's the the but light not really, yeah. The light kind of realm, capital L. That's Wow's you know goodness thing. Um, a sort of undead necromancery kind of realm a a fae sort of vaguely celtic uh tír kind of realm it's like the afterlife equivalent of the emerald dream mm-hmm. and then uh the raven something it's it's basically vampires it's and, like ravenlock yeah yeah and the 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 vampire one is for the people who are kind of bad but still could redeem and and where you end up depends on the the actions you, oh it's you, these are very and this,
1: it's, it's lawful evil chaotic it's evil kind of yeah just good. just
0: crazy awful, lore yeah. stuff and the they have an explanation for why player characters don't die it's if you are if your soul is supposed to go into the shadow realms shadow what did i say what's shadowlands it, shadowlands um and some other force is tethering you to the world of the living um you can be brought back and the story there with players is that we are our our characters are tied to the Titan Soul of Azeroth, the planet, um, and that keeps us from permanently dying. Mm. Um, There's
1: supposedly a new death effect, and
0: yeah, we've not seen what that looks like. They did have a demo at the con, but we haven't seen that. Um, and then a fifth realm, which is the like permanent evil, you know, hell black hole kind of place called the Ma where no souls are ever supposed to return from. And ever since some point in the past couple years, couple expansions, um, all the souls, the NPCs and whatever who, who die in the, in the universe have been going straight into the Maw. Like, they're supposed to be chosen and divided up into those other four realms, but they've all been going into the Maw, and that has made the Maw stronger. And the So they're all going to the bad place, and no one's going to the good place. Right? Exactly. And the being who guards the Maw is called the Jailer, he has some kind of deal with Sylvanas where she has been prolonging the war, which is part of why she allied with Varian for a while and then stirred up all this trouble with burning the world tree um, to keep feeding souls of the dead into the maw. And then the jailer has in turn been giving her more power so that she could break open this veil. Right. Um, that's all kind of crazy lore stuff. I could get into the details, but I of, of the right. mechanics of what that means for players. Um, the, the, Short version of it is that each player is going to quest through those four zones, um, and then when they reach max level, uh, get to pick and ally themselves with one of those four factions, depending on aesthetics and abilities and all that kind of thing. Um, Mechanically, one of the what I think kind of craziest things that they're doing is um, squishing the level cap.
1: Oh yeah, that was the bigger. So, big so
0: this is the eighth expansion for WoW, and every new expansion they've been increasing the level cap by either five or ten levels. Most of the time it's been ten. I think only twice they go up by five. Um, and as of Battle for Azeroth, the cap is 120. Which, no, I was thinking that that would crush all down to 60, and it sort of would. But what's going to happen is um, 120s will become level 50 and everybody in between will get some percentage some it's Mathematical. Not, it's, it's a little bit less than where half where you're at yeah they're, um, they're
1: basically going to take take your if it's a 1000 point exp to get to level 120 now that's to get to level 50 and then you're whatever the scale is yeah, to get Yeah and to the where new the new
0: expansion will get you from 50 to 60 um and they're revamping the level experience the leveling experience so you um the first time you play the game you level from 10 to 50 in the current expansion, Battle for Azeroth, and then like everybody else, you go fifty to sixty, which is in actually Shadowlands. A, that's
1: actually a really big. That's a really big difference that they, they, I know you kind of glossed over, and some other people glossed over pretty quickly, but I feel it's a very important thing. I, I think it's, it's that that when I started World of Warcraft, I played it, loaded it again, what like six, eight months ago, so mm-hmm, like just to mm-hmm. see it and play around on it, and um, mm-hmm. I started a new character, and the idea is that oh my gosh, I felt overwhelmed that I have to go from yeah. from. I do all the old content, then go through Brand Crusades, then go through Lich King, and then there's what else is even left. And I felt overwhelmed with that. And now mm-hmm. this way that they're, what Dennis just said, like leveling thing, progression means, you actually choose one or two. And you level from one to fifty, or actually ten to fifty, in just these two stories.
0: If Yeah, if you're a brand new player, you have to go to, not the current expansion, but the previous. Mm-hmm. After you've done that once, any new alts do any of the original they're doing a new one to ten experience but you could do any of the previous one to ten experiences or the new one and then you pick one expansion you could still jump between them but if you say like i didn't play mist of pandaria mm-hmm. i would love to see what that experience was like in the current game you go through mists from levels nine ninety 90 to 100 but the leveling percentage rate is so high that you're going to see like two zones out of that six zone continent. Right. and Now you're going to see 50 levels. You're, up, 40, 50 levels up. you're maybe going to get a chunk of the story, but unless you stay there and keep questing after all the quests go gray, just because you want to read the story, which right. few people who aren't just like massive lore nerds are going to do, now you get to say, well, this is my character. It's, you know, maybe it's a panda or maybe you say a night elf and you're like, well, what she wants to do is go to Pandaria and experience what that was like. The other weird thing... Because they're sort of focused on the Horde um, story, is that this is a story has been going on for 15 years. Mm-hmm. The war chief of the Horde has changed three times now with right. the departure of Sylvanas. What did they end have,
1: up saying they're doing with
0: that? Like they have no war chief at all. They don't. They didn't say.
1: They didn't say what they were going to do. Like, cause, I, I, cause didn't, I, know, like if I didn't you hear anybody. Pandaria in your Horde. Wh- what the heck is you know? You're playing
0: you know, through a time. You're playing through a time when I think Garrosh uh, was war chief. Right. And so that's the time that you're in. And it makes a lot more sense than like, here's my character. Now I just started at the end of the third war and I'm going to go through and now here and now Deathwing comes out and now there's the Legion I, and then there's not right. the Legion and now we're in alternate, like it just this crazy, and the, you the go weird, through it so fast. The weird
1: part about that is that like you're going to have, um, so it feels like the battle is important. Battle for Azeroth is important because, because mm-hmm. and I didn't play it, but I, but I know that it leads right into Shadowlands. Like, it, yeah. you, you need to know Sylvanas. I guess that's the big thing, is you need to know Sylvanas, that, right? That's,
0: and that's why new players play through battle for Azeroth. Right, they play through battle. 15. Okay, I get it. I get it.
1: Okay. And that's neat. So, the, so basically, your alts will be time travelers who just plays a time stor- story in a chapter of history and, of Azeroth. And they're history.
0: actually using the chromie uh, bronze dragonflight mechanic. So when you hit 10, and you go to Stormwind or Orgrimmar, depending on which faction you are, she's going to show up and be like... Hi, I see you've gone through this journey before. Do you want to go to a point in history and mm-hmm. see what that journey was like then? And then you'll, you know, you go through which Pandaria, is pretty neat, right? or you go that, through Warlords. That's exciting so. for me
1: yeah. to, as, a, as a returning player that I could start an ult at level 1, experience Mystive Pandaria, which I never did. Right. And also, I would never have to worry you don't about have to burning, redo burning Crusade or, or Wrath. Yeah. Or not even that. I don't have to worry about the ones that came after that even. I could right. just do this one, end up at level 50. And now I'm in Shadowlands. it wouldn't be for me because I'd have to do Battle of Azeroth. But, <laughs> right. but, but you know what I mean. That's what you could do. Yeah. You could go and then, and then all of a sudden, once I hit my naturally progress through one storyline, one expansion's mm-hmm. worth of content, end up at the sub max level. Right. And then now I'm on board with the current thing. Is <laughs> very very cool. And I know it felt like that they kind of glossed over that because that's mostly for current players. They, sure. it's not a big deal for them. Um, they're all going to be ready to go for you know level fifty right off the bat. It, but for someone like me who may potentially come back or missed a ton of expansions, right? This feels fantastic.
0: Now you only have to you only have to worry about one of those stories, yeah, and not like at a time. Play through just little bits and pieces of all of them, and never yeah. really get a and, sense of. And actually, what's going I wish on. they
1: would market that to old players who played like myself, because you could now. It actually makes me think that I could go in and play many alts and feel mm-hmm. happy with that because i could level them completely different mm-hmm. in different games and different storylines and then yeah. still come up to max thing i could i could start run one from level 10 to, to 50 in burning crusade one in through pandaria one through mm-hmm. whatever the other ones were in uh, legion you know and get the full now the full world of warcraft story with different characters
0: totally different experiences it feels to me like a thing that is particularly marketed at um, existing or not existing. Um, pre New or returning players. Yeah. Because if you, like like me, I've played this game on and off for 15 years. I've not stayed subscribed for the whole 15 years like some people have. Um, and so I've leveled up every expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, there were maybe parts of the middle that I missed. Like I hit the All level right. cap and maybe yeah, you rated can know the first tier. You remember... It didn't, Jump this through, and, and so yeah. like I remember bits and pieces, and I'm like, I remember what the deal was with the Shah when we got to Pandaria, but like, I I wasn't playing when they messed up Veil of Eternal Blossoms, and so don't I don't really know how that happened, but it was like a permanent change in the world. Um, it also, not too, you know, all of this is going to be fairly positive uh, feedback and everything on on Blizzard thing, but it could be called a little bit of a of a risky um decision from a economic standpoint because blizzard sells a, um an in-game service that they call a player boost a character boost mm. um the very right, for yeah. the last couple expansions because of the increasing like increasingly distant um level, level cap. cap goal um what they've been doing is shipping the last couple expansions with one free character boost. Crap!
1: I like I actually have like three
0: on them. Right. <laughs> Which gets you to um, the current expansion's maximum. So when Battle for Azoth came out and you bought it, it came with a level one ten character boost, mm-hmm. and the new cap is one twenty. So if you want to play something else, if you want to roll something new, you could use that boost, and then. You just have to do the content of the news. It's station. funny. I
1: should I should get on and use those on my alt alts that are mid levels now, right? <laughs> not
0: new alts. New alts I'd want to run through new things, right?
1: right? But but old alts that I'm at level thirty five out of fifty. Which the, fifty was the thing. You know, back yeah, then.
0: and so I'm I'm sure they'll deal with that in some way. But it seems like a, a streamlined, simplified leveling experience. De incentivizes people to buy those because you could buy them straight from the store for like sixty bucks. What's something. the
1: deal on the expansions? Like, how, do you, do you buy expansions now, or did you do I like if I came back would I have to buy Legion? I don't think so. Or are you just like okay when the new one comes out all the rest are free. I think for that. when
0: you buy, they think at some point the old expansions get rolled into your earlier license. And so like yeah. if you're a brand new player, like maybe you have to buy the base game that includes up until the last expansion and then you have to buy the latest expansion itself. I don't really, really know. Because
1: um, I know when you get free-to-play stuff, you get access to a lot of stuff. I mean...
0: Yeah. I mean, and they there is a free-to... Like, you can roll a new account and level to, like, 20 or something in the current experience right. which is like now going to be their one to 10. they might they might that's do what that's like going that. to be their
1: experience that's their free-to-play area by the way they said they're remodeling the the one the level entry introductory experience the one to 10. that's going to be what well, they call it on exile island or some kind of thing like that it's something like yeah that. so so, so that's going to be their free-to-play zones it'll right?
0: give them a little more like you go through these things and then at the end you do this sort of mini dungeon and then they'll oh. be
1: like now pay 15.00 oh, yeah. right
0: all of all of which sounds right sounds very cool um, so anyway that,
1: that, there's a lot of cool stuff there's a lot of mechanics a lot I remember like watching Dennis's deep dive on that <laughs> one and there it's, they got granular on a lot of stuff yeah. So and, and really we could spend the whole thing on that uh, So, but if you do want to know about those I would go to like the World of Warcraft they're gonna let that stuff be available. I don't know if on video Yeah, deep The, dives, the bigger
0: um, YouTubers, I watch Bellular stuff. They'll put it on their he, site too. I he mean, did right? a lot of in-depth stuff about the classes, yeah. um, class changes and stuff. And people who play will, will know more yeah. of that. And, stuff and the,
1: anyway. they'll have it on their site. They'll have like, here's previewing the four things. And right, yeah. If they don't have it now, you know,
0: really. Um, okay. okay, so off of WoW. Um, so the next one is Overwatch. Um, yep. This is not a game that I really play. I've mm-hmm. tried it a couple times. I mostly bitter over it because it got more focus and success than Heroes of the Storm the game that I preferred but mm-hmm. um it it all looks very cool the the cinematic was was pretty cool they as as you and I said they went full avengers yeah with the Overwatch what's it called Overwatch League
1: no it's their There they are
0: the Overwatch, Overwatch I thought it had another word, like in no, know, it's,
1: or, it's just, it's, yeah, no, because he says initiate Overwatch recall the recall, which so, is yeah.
0: not supposed to do like their Sokovia Accord. Yeah, it's like yeah, thing. it's
1: like, actually I explain it to Sydney. Like, um, it's just like the Incredibles. Like they people don't don't want those supers around anymore, right? right. And they broke up. Um, so this is like
0: bringing them back because the evil robots are here, and only yeah. Winston and his pals can uh, can, can help and stop right. them.
1: So. uh... Now, this is big for me. I do, like, Overwatch. not huge for me, but I, right. I, I Overwatch is pretty... It's equal to me to Diablo. Okay. Um, and I don't... I won't say more than the fact that it's easy, quick up, pick-up and play, and I can drop it and not worry about it. And, sure. And it's accessible.
0: Well, we talked about that earlier in the sense of, like, they've given a lot of backstory to this world and this game that has no story mode. Yeah. Like, it's just an arena shooter.
1: It, it really is. And... um the best thing about Overwatch was that I bought it the like a year after it came out, I bought it for a Black Friday for on sale for thirty bucks or something. On the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. And and they don't charge for any update. Like every single character is free. Right. Everything in the game granted you, they have their little loot box you, system. You, but you
0: buy the base game and it's um Forever updated. It's free to play after that. Yeah. So Buy to I pl- I don't know what to, what to call it. it's like it's the, fantastic. Right? Moving forward, it's monetized with, right. with loot crates. If, if I go
1: by Mortal Kombat, um every character that comes out is seven bucks. Mm. Right? And and but this is not. You come out, they put a whole fully fledged new character out free.
0: You don't have to unlock
1: the no. heroes. Nope. Okay. They are they are part of it. And they give you a cinematic for their characters. It's yeah. a whole thing, right? So of course they have loot boxes and that you get skins and stuff like that. Right. But but anyway. Uh, even on Heroes of the Storm, and you put a new character out, you have to buy them. Yeah, right? because
0: because Heroes is free to play.
1: Right. So, and this one was, was a thirty dollars purchase, which now you can still buy Overwatch for like it thirty go, bucks. It goes on bus. sale fairly often. Yeah, all the time. And you can buy it and cheap, and you have the whole game. So that's something that made Overwatch really great for me. Um it made it but Sure. As as Dennis said, and he said it right when they were doing this announcement, like they would show the they showed announced, they showed the cool Overwatch two trailer
0: mm-hmm. and
1: your comment right there was like for a game that has n- no story in the game they have a <laughs> lot of story yeah and a lot of really cool stories lots of cinema scenes yeah um a lot of world building that doesn't mm-hmm. matter so <laughs> right right. so um they made the p a pve game it's got a co-op pve game mm-hmm. and man, it's taken me going around around with dennis all weekend long about what <laughs> what this all means uh but the way i kind of understand it is that they are putting out a second game called Overwatch Two. It'll probably be a second box, as you can right. say. Like you go to the store, buy it for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They are going to make it for um, PlayStation. Wait, also we didn't say for Diablo is also for is on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and not Switch. They didn't say
0: that. I don't Just, think. I don't think either game said Overwatch One is on Switch now. I don't know if Overwatch Two is going to be on Switch. Because I think they're they said doing that. a bunch of graphic oh, improvements. Yeah. No,
1: no, they said that uh, Overwatch and Diablo are going to be on Xbox, PlayStation Four. Or Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PC. And PC, that's it. Those three. Okay, I think so um, so they are out of the box, supporting all those things. Switch was not those were that word was not said anywhere on all weekend long. Mm-hmm. Um, so Overwatch, you will buy a box, or if you're on PC, buy the digital upgrade or whatever it might be. Same thing with PlayStation and Xbox. You will buy a, a dollar amount that will get you access to what we think is everything from Overwatch One. And this new, for lack of a better term, mode of campaign, co-op, PVE content. Where you're going through stories and fighting bosses and uh, leveling up your characters. And um, they had talent trees on your characters. Something called
0: hero missions. <laughs> hero missions. And hero missions. a different kind of missions. But those are the PVE things. Which seem like a the, the reason in the Avengers style story is that these evil robots are back. And so they're adding the kind of thing. It's similar to... Um, stuff they did with PVE after the campaigns in StarCraft 2 where you could do things and you could upgrade your units, you could get um, units like the cloaked wraiths and stuff that they don't have in PVP as they said in the panel we watched for Overwatch 2, they said we can make stuff kind of broken kind of unfair because the, the robots don't post on the forums right, right right like you're playing against ai it doesn't really matter yeah. I, I did find an article here confirming that overwatch 2 is going to be on the switch the where switch. we okay. where we didn't see it was uh diablo 4 and, diablo 4. and that might be a technical right um, well, the, limitation so, or it's just not in the works yet right
1: so they are they are upgrading the engine to overwatch 2 and overwatch 1 they're using the same exact engine and the key mm-hmm. to that one is that uh they were really adamant and very strong about the fact that um when they make a new character for Overwatch 2, it's the same engine, the same stuff, and they will take that character, and if you only own Overwatch 1, you will get that character as well.
0: That's my understanding.
1: Right. So, it's it's the same character. If there is a new PvP map, because remember, the entire PvP game is on Overwatch 2. Right. If they get a new map in Overwatch 2, that new map is also released in Overwatch 1. Have they done new maps before? Oh, yeah, lots. They've done okay. yes. Um, so... It's If you only own Overwatch 1, you will get all of the PvP and character content.
0: Oh, it's just, a new mode. Is Yes, the only you
1: won't new. get the new PvE stuff. And you won't right. be able to, like, if I want to take Tracer and upgrade all her talents and the new talents that might come patched in. You don't get that because that's not part of the game. You have to get Overwatch 2 for that kind of right. stuff. So. Honestly, if you go and you're buying Overwatch for the first time when this after this is launched, you, there's no reason to buy Overwatch 1. You will just yeah. buy Overwatch 2 and get Overwatch 1 with it.
0: It was also my understanding, and I said this at some point to, to some of our friends. I said, I can tell how confusing this is by how many times you and I have had the same. You're <laughs> like, so wait, if I do this, and I'm like, I don't know. I watched right. the same video you did. <laughs> um, I got the impression that the graphical improvements are part of Overwatch 2. So they might have the mm-hmm. same skins, maybe. but they're but they're up. They're beefing everything up in maybe. terms of. Graphical. I do know that the same
1: characters are available. Yeah, so same I, characters,
0: I, I, same skins. I would think that they
1: wouldn't want to do extra work, like for both, like double, make two bastions and mm-hmm. two. Like they would just have one, and maybe their automatic thing takes off bells and whistles on this one, like a little scarf yeah. doesn't show up on this one. And it's and it's hard to say what they're gonna do moving forward, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, th- th- that's their their statement of we're changing what to expect out of the sequel is pretty cool and makes sense because they are including the second, the first game. It's kind of like saying if you bought Diablo 3, you're getting Diablo 2 as well. And yeah. Diablo 2 is upgraded to look like Diablo 3, right? right? Uh, but you can play them both. Potentially, yeah. Right. And, yeah. and if we add a new character for Diablo 3... Um that character will also be available in Diablo 2. Mm-hmm.
0: Your version, right?
1: Now yes, you can go back and just buy Diablo 2, but why would you do that when you can just buy Diablo right. 3. Again?
0: So that's that's neat. That's a neat kind of sort thing. of a unique approach. It's sort of it's somewhere in between an expansion and a sequel.
1: Yeah. Right? And you get it all in one. So as an Overwatch player, I'm super excited because I like the story, I like the the, the world, the characters mm-hmm. are really neat, and unlike Diablo where it's horror dark, this is very <laughs> positive. It's it's always a, yeah. it's a positive uplifting world. Um, it's got the cartoony type cartoon-y thing. I mean, once you put Tracer kind of. on on the screen, it immediately changes the lightness of the world. She's mm-hmm. joyful and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 very it's very cool like that. It makes me really excited for for that kind of world. And like we did say, Avengers. It's it is Avengers. It's a they're a superhero team. Mm-hmm. And you're the music for Overwatch is happy and what's it called? I remember watching the the um, Overwatch championships which by the way Go USA, USA won the gold championship for the mm-hmm. first time ever um, in Overwatch this is huge the world champion. Uh, they play the music the Overwatch music as they winning when they win and it makes you feel like happy and uplifted <laughs> and not happy but like victorious. Epic is the thing, right? You know. Yeah. World of Warcraft feels epic as in like it's a journey, right? right? It's an epic thing that's happening. Every one of their franchises has a feel to it. And Overwatch's one is, is superhero, and, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay, so what else were we got after that one?
0: So we watched the panel for Heroes of the Storm, and I was checking my notes to see if they had any major um, uh, announcements. They did... They really didn't.
1: They, all, they, like they all teased
0: their next event, which I didn't realize, but they're, oh, those yeah. events are now into a cycle where they do one every season.
1: Right, they are doing um, it in Mech 2 or something, right? We're
0: ju- uh, toys 2. Two. Mech two was was earlier in the spring okay. or summer. The one they're doing now is is Halloween. It's a little bit um, roaring twenties, yeah. Scarlet Monastery kind of hybrid. Yeah. Um, the one they did last year for Christmas that they're bringing back is toys. Yeah. Um, last year they did a lot of kind of funny uh, stuff. Like there's a stitches skin that looks like a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. The the meta game was this like board board game where you roll dice and it would move around um so they're doing that again and they have a they have a, a train mount that the crowd went wild for like mm-hmm. one person m- mounts the engine of this train and anybody close to them can click and it'll add a little car that that's they all fun. ride around um and they're bringing Deathwing as an in as a hero oh yeah thing. that's right that people have been thing. requesting for years um we didn't get to see the deep dive. Did we see the deep dive on that? Did they have I, one? I watched it. You were watching something else. I, I should think, have rewatched that, that one today. They, yeah. um, How he works and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he he has just three abilities with no heroic, but the three abilities are huge. And he can't be slowed or stopped, but he also can't be healed. Hmm. Um, so it seems like kind of a tricky thing to balance. But this is a thing that they've done historically at BlizzCon 4. Four Heroes of the Storm is like... They did Chogol, the mm-hmm. ogre hero that two players control, was also a BlizzCon hero.
1: Right. We should have played that this weekend, by the way. So we had and had... Like, you do one and I do the other, and I get, when we talk... We could have. We shouldn't... We shouldn't uh, should uh, should get to that. Well, the, the, so the... Um, yeah, I mean, it, and it was neat. They didn't do a lot of stuff. I will say that that was the most one that made me want to play right away because I heard it. They said, like, all heroes are unlocked. And I have recently... Oddly enough, in the last two weeks, been playing Hero of the Storm a lot. Yeah. And and really getting kind of... I've been... What it, the thing I've been doing for the last two weeks is just experimenting with a character that I want to invest in. Right? Playing right. everyone a little bit here. And I and I hadn't found a ton that I'd really like. Maybe one or two. Um, but nothing that was really like striking my thing. And I kept thinking, oh, this one looks interesting. And uh, I just have to wait for them to come free-to-play. They launched they launch right now for this week to be... All 100-some characters free is, to play. is free. Like, that was just... I wanted to play... And I did. And I played it a lot. And I, I'm really neat to do that. I'm still going to play it today. I, I have a, a, a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> so that, that you can do... Um, I, I got to, you know, play bruisers. I could pick a bruiser and pick all of the different ones that I that I wanted to do with that. Um, like, oh, here's one that really interests me. Not just what's available. Uh, like, I don't want to play ETC for, you know his thing but he's the only one that's free for that right right uh so this this lets me this let me really be able to pick and i've got money to spend i'm actually my character has credits hmm. but i would be willing now that i have a couple to pick to buy to buy two right hmm. Fly out just buy enough gems to buy those two or, or whatever on top of that and then be very happy playing hots and that would get me in i think that might get me into playing it more
0: yeah having right. a having a hero that you enjoy playing i mean that's always kind of how it's been for me and what ends up happening because they balance they're constantly making balance changes is I'll, I'll know how to play a hero one way because Mm -hmm. I don't play enough to really get that flexibility. And then they'll change her kit in a way because nobody really plays it that way. Or that way is overpowered in certain settings. And then I'm like, I don't know how to play her. Let me, let me try something else. Right.
1: So, so that was fun and exciting for me when they're doing with the hots and I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. excited now. uh, that, That was the last game, right? I think we had on there. I was going to get, like, an overview we, of it. We
0: also watched a panel on uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged.
1: Oh, yeah, Reforged. Which yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't really... Ant- like. It's weird. i had considered that as just, like, an old dead game. But apparently it still has a fairly active, um, competitive... Not necessarily eSports, but, like, competitive online play. Um, and so they're doing a thing... That team is doing a thing similar to the Overwatch team, where they'll, they're going to have crossplay between classic warcraft 3 and warcraft 3 reforged and so all their things they're doing with the graphics and the animations and the systems has to still align with the classic client um which seems like an interesting uh challenge i know for me that's not i you know i couldn't play rts competitively when i was a teenager and i definitely can't no. now uh so well, i'm gonna you know i i pre you right. know prepaid for it back after last year's BlizzCon when they announced it and made right. it available and I
1: mean I just don't remember uh I guess it was an art real time strategy game wasn't it? Like yeah. it was. Okay.
0: It's, it's yeah. like um it's like StarCraft but they had heroes. Yeah. Right. And so that's the origin of Right. That's what became right. Dota and Heroes of the Storm. It's I, of I, I remember All of those
1: I remember Warcraft three the biggest thing about Warcraft three was that it wasn't a real time strategy game. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. Uh, this is where my memory comes from this sure. is that um, before then, it was... The games were put out, real-time strategy games were put out, and you were given a beat this person was the mat, was the goal. Like, you are... In the campaign, so, you mean? Or? In the campaign games of, see, of, sure. of pre-Blizzard. And this is... StarCraft started to change this kind of... Okay. But even StarCraft, original pre-Brood Wars, the campaign would tell the story, or you'd see the little characters' faces and stuff, and they mm-hmm. tell the story. And it was like, defeat red... Uh, rogue zerg and you're a zerg and you have all of the, you have like 10 ba- base options that you can make like right. you were limited because you hadn't learned all those yet but still the goal was build a base beat the other base yeah. right it was a real-time strategy game right that's what they were okay it, they didn't do this like okay you're in charge of two characters and you walk them through a, a, a an area of the forest and then the, all of a sudden
0: you know what i mean original starcraft had um installation missions what they call them Indoor missions yes um warcraft 3 really took a turn from the absolutely um, just send a swarm of stuff it's why warcraft not wow but warcraft the rts and starcraft existed side by side because starcraft for sure had this like you might have one important unit but really what you want is as, you know 200 support limit of this many mm-hmm. planes this many marines yeah. this many tanks and you're going to send them all in right. and if they die you build some more and send them mean, that's right. how i play. and, and like
1: that's how that. warcraft 2 was as well i mean warcraft
0: 3 got more granular mm-hmm. i mean the idea yeah. of items that they have in league of legends that's a mechanic from warcraft 3
1: right but warcraft 3 was not just the thing was that it did have the real-time strategy. It was a real-time strategy game yes. that when you played it and you played it versus the thing. But the campaign was very much a story. Mm-hmm. It was not It was not just this, like, let's tell the story before, go into the game and play the thing, then go out and tell so, the story. So
0: much of the story that we have in World of Warcraft with the ideas of Sylvanas and Arthas and the Lich King and the you know Illidan yeah. and Malfurion and all that, that all came out of Warcraft 3.
1: And it wasn't just... Well, I mean, Starcraft still had it too, but it was through the gameplay right. that's what i'm saying is it was it was camera zoom in a 3d isometric thing or whatever top down it still zoomed in on this this character two in, characters who like were in-game talking.
0: cinematics where the starcraft stuff was just like the whole game would freeze and you'd get text boxes you, show text boxes, up like an old zelda game
1: yeah so so warcraft that's what i'm trying to get here. So warcraft 3 to me was a campaign game there wasn't a there wasn't a whole Whoa. lot of missions where you were like Take the Alliance, go fight the Horde base.
0: Just wipe this
1: base you out. Know, it it was not like that. It was a whole campaign story thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I played it. Yeah, same. I didn't play it. I guess I probably did play it. So people were out there trying to remember this game. It was. It had the campaign, which is the big story, but it also had this other thing where it was PvP, just like StarCraft. Yeah. where you And just like Warcraft 2, mm-hmm. where you build bases and you have upgrades and stuff like that and that's what Dennis is talking about is still going strong
0: with the PVP part yeah. it's
1: just that stuff. Yeah.
0: And so all the stuff they talked about on the panel was very technical uh sort of details a lot of it particular to that uh, gameplay style which is not something i intend to do like i paid for it i'm going to play through the campaign maybe at some point if other people get it and we're you know we land oh, sometime no. play against bots or something I, like th- that. I think but the thing
1: would be to I would want to buy it so that we could play um the, I would want to play the campaign. Yeah. Like, I want to play the, the artist stuff. I want to play the, you know. Yeah. Go
0: through that story again. Illidan. Yeah. And,
1: uh, in, in the campaign mode.
0: Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
1: So, anyway, that that's cool. They're, they're doing that. And I'd like to see whatever the improved graphics, I guess, yep. are, are going to be. So, uh, yeah, Warcraft Three Remastered, Reforged. Uh, uh, reforged. Okay, so that that's a lot of our BlizzCon stuff we did. There was things where we watched tournaments, and when there was uh, art stuff that we got to see, which was kind of neat. And uh, we stuff. saw character act voice acting panels, which mm-hmm. was kind of entertaining. We watched. I mean, thing. a really
0: good. The cosplay. It's kind thing. of it's kind of hard to do justice to this, but they they brought on uh, Christy Golden, the author who is in charge of a lot of the story and wrote all the recent novels, and the voice actors for. Sylvanas, Anduin, and Sarfang. Mm-hmm. And then showed just a clip of um, the guy who plays Sarfang interacting with Chris, Chris Metzen, who they brought back to play Thor. Thor. Thrall. Thrall. Mm-hmm. Um, got the Marvel <laughs> Avengers thing on the brain. Um, and how they spend hours and hours uh, doing improv before they record or read scripts or anything just to get these actors, these voice actors, into the emotional... Headspace of these characters, and the two of them I mean, they're swearing, and it's all bleeped out, but mm-hmm. they're like shouting at each other, just um, um, immersing their, themselves yeah. in the deep, with, passionate with no emotions script. with yeah. no script, just improv. Like, here's this scene, you're trying to con, like, he wants to live in. Here's here's your motivation. And and you want to convince him to come back with you. And they're just like yelling at each other and just this raw visceral emotion. And they said they go through stuff like that and then will like record them going through the script because now they are able to like method, experience those emotions and express Mm. those emotions. And then when you you know they put animation on top of it. That's why for how I mean, this is a video game. It's rated E for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of aspects of the story are pretty straightforward and kind of cheesy, but when you watch these cinematics and you hear the the emotion being expressed by these actors, it it resonates and you can feel it um because they put so much work right. into making. I mean,
1: it's it. even the, the for the horde. I mean, it, just that line, yeah. right? Like was delivered at some point with that kind of voice acting mm-hmm. passion. Okay, so we got to watch a lot of those those panels, and that was neat. I think, um, I guess we could kind of wrap this up with a, an overall type thing. First off, I don't remember our predictions, but I know mine was best hopes and dreams when we talked about <laughs> for things. What was new game, new new whole new IP? New games, which, was, which I meant like new IP. Remember I, yeah. said I which they didn't get. It's fine, but they're you know.
0: definitely working on something new. But this is Blizzard; they don't talk about stuff until they're sure it's going to be yeah. done and done well. Right. And
1: so, so. Uh, just as a closing thing, sure. What was uh, your favorite part about the BlizzCon experience? This thing here, and something that you didn't like. Hmm. I, I know that last one may be a weird thing because it's so happy. That is
0: a, that is a weird thing. Both the actually all three of the big cinematics that we saw: the um, Diablo Four, uh, WoW Shadowlands, and um, and Overwatch Two. I mean. The the various cinematics teams at Blizzard just do such a good job these days. Um, but those were all good. Even Overwatch, a game I don't play, I was like, I can I can feel how cool this is. You know, I I freaking hate Genji, but he comes in there and saves the day, and I'm like, man, that's cool. Nice little Avengers style moment. Right. Um,
1: and we did oh, we did watch a panel on like the cinematics. That was cool too, right? Yeah, how they make cinematics and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's your, that's a good. That's like your happiest, yeah, coolest thing. Yeah.
0: I don't think. I mean, we had some technical difficulties with streaming, but nowhere near as bad it did, as it right? could yeah. be. Like we watched four different streams from this service all at the same time, which That's is pretty great. Which <laughs> is pretty impressive. Um, I mean, it.
1: it well, well, actually, you also at one point had like a podcast going on, on your phone too. So I was, I was listening to a podcast. On <laughs> so we had phone, four so and a podcast. Your your,
0: your your internet connection here is much better than mine back <laughs> home. Um, they all of the stuff which was only one or two panels. I think even just one panel. The one here's of the Storm panel was not on the main stage where the other four games were Hearthstone, Overwatch, WoW and and Diablo. And that made me sad cuz I like Heroes of the Storm and it amused oh, me. Of Storm, they managed. they did um they did a QA and and not every person but like 80% of the people who got up to to ask a question started out with, "Thank you guys so much for Continuing working on this game, we love it. It's not dead. Here's my question. (laughs) Um, So that is the closest thing to being like, you know, just a little.
1: Uh, I I think. I mean, the
0: big the big thing is like um, Diablo Four and the new WoW expansion seem really really cool and. I want to play them now, not yeah, like right. soon. TM.
1: So, so, so my my uh, good is I, I, there's a lot to like with this thing. It Was really fun. I mean, the experience. The experience was fun too. Like you coming in here and doing the whole four yeah. thing. That's that's nothing. That honestly, I've I've not ex- experienced that kind of a thing where yeah. I watched such media consumed an event.
0: I had planned to just watch it myself, and I was like, well, as long as I'm paying for it, it would be cool if somebody else could share. And no, right. like my brother, you know, only Andrew right. is around now, but he doesn't care like he used and, to play Overwatch right. but he plays League of Legends and this so did feel
1: care. like an event like I know I, it just because of like the again the maybe it's the media situation we have here sure. it did feel like an event like mm-hmm. and, granted it wasn't too long and too short it was really great two days uh, so there's a lot to like I think about yeah. this weekend experience but um, probably the biggest thing about the whole thing that I like the most was I have to say Overwatch 2 was is exciting for me yeah for for uh, a lot of stuff reasons um, really a game changing thing that's a mode that changes yeah. a game. I think WoW is going to have some neat things, but it's going to be WoW, right. right? And I think that um, Diablo is still going to be Diablo, hopefully, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that, but I think playing a co-op centered game is mm-hmm. different—a whole different kind of experience. Yeah. That I think, and that's exciting to me. The downside to me with this one is, I kept trying to take it with a grain of salt all weekend long, is that these things aren't going to come out for many years, right? Like, not just like I'll get them in fall. Now, the other side is that. Um, hearthstone did have one like next week yeah their their new thing is, beta a week is opening too th- I was sitting at uh, tail getting last night was the I, I thought to myself um, I love how Apple does it I love how Apple announces and they say Tuesday you'll get the new phone right like they have an announcement and their big thing and it's ready the next day or the next whatever they, they don't do it until it's ready to go uh, you, you never have to wait for the a new iphone for two years you you get it mm. like they announce it it's a thing and here it is it's available and
0: shipped to stores next week yeah that's uh, and i was gonna say and it's funny you said negative like i have to sort of scrounge around in my mind even though i have to a point where i don't really play games on my phone and we talked about the apple arcade a couple of weeks ago i do kind of wish that diablo immortal was out even in a demo or or beta mm-hmm. or something for me to to try out, like I was excited about it a year ago, and I'm still excited about it now. Especially since Diablo Four is, you know, a couple years out. I'm like, I'd like to get a little Diablo, yeah, you know, like, like fix in there.
1: When I go to Gen Con, I'll will demo a new game. Usually, like, or but you can buy them. Usually, it's it's, it's sometimes it's, it's rare, not out of stock. It's, but it's yeah. right, yeah. but it's it's a rare thing that I would be able to uh, go to Gen Con, play a board game, and they say it's not going to be available for another year right. or two. Or and most or in Blizzard. Don't even give that. They don't, they don't. I mean, even they ask like, when is this available? I can't remember game that was uh, Diablo or something maybe. And they were like, dude, seriously, whenever, right? right. Like they, they don't even they don't. It's not even a concept in their mind. Of some of time. the games
0: had some dates. Like Hearthstone had dates for their like they're doing the demo thing and then the actual thing's going to be right. in December or something. But yeah, they don't. They I'm, not I'm not sure they in have there. internal deadlines, but they don't commit to public deadlines because. You know, then they have to deal with yeah. the negatives of if they don't meet those deadlines. And they, you know, they always right. want... I, I,
1: to I always wish that they would give us a little a broader ones. Like, uh, we're looking for 2020, 2022. You know what I mean? That yeah. that would be a nice thing. They wouldn't have to say third quarter. Or they could say like that, you know, right. brand. Because the problem with, like, Diablo 4, they, they do a fantastic job of showing us how cool it is. And it looks so ready. And to them, they're only showing us the the
0: parts the that are super tiny ready. little parts that work. Three right. out of the five classes, one out of the and four not zones. classes. There's
1: so many things like you and I talked about, like post game stuff, end game right. things. What is it afterwards? There's they may not even 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 the thought process of the, that kind the, of, of stuff. You
0: yet. know, there were mounts; they didn't have those, in the yeah. thing they have more character customization. We didn't even talk about that. Like yeah. in Diablo three, all the female demon hunters look the same. Yeah. And in four, there are going to be options. Yeah. Which so, is like, oh. That's, so
1: there, these are, know, these are things friend. that, that I know they haven't shown us and they haven't done, but, but what they do show us gets us this thing like, it's almost ready. Right. And right. That, what do you mean two years? It would be nice for them to say like, we're still two years out on this. Sure. Right. Or heck, I would rather them say four years and then it get done in two years. Maybe you know? ma- Manage those expectations right. in some other way. Uh, on some other way. Instead of so not hard. instead of not yeah. at all. Um, right. And, and that was a thing, knowing, if this was any other company type thing, right. I would expect within a year.
0: They've, they've established their reputation as we don't say when stuff's going to be out until we're absolutely sure and we don't release stuff until we're satisfied with it, which, which is could be far and them. above anybody else's standards. Right. You know, we don't do like, bethesda did with fallout 76 right and now, lots of now is broken i, I and, also
1: have history with blizzard that i went to gen con and saw starcraft ghost and right. and it was like this is the thing this is starcraft ghost and it's playable right there in front of me and then they, they trash it now none of these they're going to trash i don't believe but no. they're not doing that anymore where they're announcing that to this level
0: it's happening but they're not announcing that stuff like they right. trashed but they the project did with ghost, this year like said, right yeah. yeah
1: um so i think that they've changed that like hey if we're it, we're only going to show these at our BlizzCon if it's... We are Once going to release sure. it yeah. for sure. and,
0: and we know that they have teams working on new Wh- new IPs, which makes, new projects. Which makes,
1: um, you know, the, the Diablo Immortal weird for me. Because they did <laughs> announce it at a BlizzCon, which makes it feel like it's a definitely thing. Right. Yet, them not mentioning it makes
0: me feel weird about it, but... They did talk about it somewhere and had a demo. They just and, didn't put it right. on the virtual ticket.
1: So, anyway, that, that was cool. It was a fun time. It was good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Liked it all. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, the weird part is that we're gonna wait a whole other year just to get more Diablo information, right? I mean, <laughs> right? It'll be BlizzCon 2020, and we'll get we'll, now, we'll All next, classes
0: and, next year in in early November, you, you clear your schedule, and we'll we'll fly out to Anaheim. Right, we'll right. be there there's
1: in per- there's like literally nothing else. The thing is that there's nothing else that they could announce next year like they're going to do maybe another wow expansion and maybe starcraft. They, they, well, all of the IPs have something new now.
0: Yeah, they'll have they'll have updates for these things. Maybe some of these things will be close to close release, to release maybe, yeah. or they could have something new. I know.
1: wonder if that that's maybe that next year will be Overwatch launch too what, launching. Could be. Like that makes more sense. Right. Right. So
0: all right. I think that's yeah. that's going to do it for our uh, coverage of Blizz I'd say Time. we saved some lives, but they're probably all in the Shadowlands now. The so. shat- in the yeah. Shadowlands. They're right. stuck in the Maw. Yeah. Um, you've been listening to The Front Porch. This is an unnumbered special episode. I guess it would be like 114A. Yeah. Um, if you have questions or comments, feedback on the show, you can check out our website, um, frontporchpodcast.com. Yeah, and we'll Content be back to forms. our normal
1: one next week. We're talking yeah. about some of our shows and our movies, and check those out, too, because we'll... If you haven't watched Rocky Horror yet, uh, watch that one. Then yeah,
0: I think that this might go up before that oh, episode yeah. does because okay. we haven't talked about it. So yeah, that. Yes, so so tomorrow.
1: listen to the, right, go watch that and come then come back for the next episode and check that out and get on our, our 100 episode uh, bucket list.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, cool. Until then, I'm Dennis and I'm Michael for the front porch.
1: Night, everybody. See you next time.